Everybody that's joining in online, we are going to go ahead and get started. Joel, go ahead with the rock mission. Rock mission. The mission of the rock or the revolution of the church is to provide leadership and spiritual guidance to a body of people dedicated to character, courage, and commitment through a connection with God. We seek to throw down the fear, doubt, and shame that our people have experienced as African Americans and people of color in the eyes of oppression. We seek to uplift, encourage, and provide a base to rebuild self, family, community, our nation, and the world. Rock Vision, to create an unprecedented opportunity for people to connect with, grow with, and experience God on a personal communal nation. We, at an eventually global level, we seek to break down the old barriers, caste systems, and financial divisions that have created false senses of superiority. We seek to spread the message of God as it was when God gave it to our ancestors. Great news. We believe that this will liberate those still in the bondage of their minds' spiritual chains. Welcome. 
We would like to welcome you to the Rock Church. The Rock Church stands again for Revolution of Church, where we pray that God resurrect, change, and evolve your mind to a higher place to seek your purpose. We accept all those open to worship and pray with us and serve God. We are a Bible-based belief circle, but we know that the Bible is only the basis. We encourage each of you to create a relationship with God and therefore experience God on a personal communal nation. I mean, on a personal, unique level in your life. You are welcome to our family. To our family, Ashay, more than itself. History of Rock. The Rock Church was founded in 2019 on the principles and scriptural reference of Jesus speaking to the disciple Peter. His name also translated to mean Rock. Jesus entered into Caesarea Philippi and was teaching about the identity of God in the triad of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But specifically on his part as Son, Jesus deemed that one Simon Barjona had been given a holy revelation of who Jesus was, and that is the Son of the Living God. We as children of God use this as a basis to build relationship and religion or our practices of faith over our lifetimes. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus declares boldly that upon this rock, meaning the word of God in him, will I build my church, and the day to hell shall not prevail. In verse 19, Jesus goes on to declare, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever doubt shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever doubt shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This gives us the power to go out and operate in strength and confidence that God is both our shield and sword. Ashe, within it is so. Ashe, Ashe. All right, Morgan. Um, Joshua chapter 1. Be strong. Be strong. And... Of a, you got to speak louder, of a, of a, good courage, good courage, be strong enough a good courage, be strong enough a good courage, alright, that's what, Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, Joshua chapter 1, alright, great job, great job, um, Thank you, everybody. You got a scripture on your heart? Jesus wept. Yeah, Jesus wept. Jesus. Let's prepare for um, worship in this message, y'all. Um, we don't have all of the other... Um, structural things in place but we just want to get right to it so we talked about our mission uh welcome you definitely are welcomed and um the scripture today oh i gotta back up i'm getting ahead of myself so we need to pray Gotta look at the structure of my own self. All right, all your heads and close your eyes, please. Close your eyes, please. God, maker of heaven and earth, we bow these ashes in time to you. Resubmitting those gifts that you have given us for this brief period of time that we call life. 
We give you glory, honor, and praise for waking us up this morning, giving us life, and putting a branding purpose, promise, and plan in our life. We thank you for traveling mercies and grace, but most of all, God, we thank you for all of the messages that you've given us in the midst of our mess. We declare that everything you have for us, that we will receive and more. God, enlarge our territories and give us the wisdom and prudence to maintain and excel. God, cover our children from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. And let no hurt, harm, or danger come to them. We cancel every weapon that has been formed against them and we, cut, we declare that none of them shall prosper. God, we're asking right now for healing in the midst of our nation. God, those that are suffering with depression and anxiety and those that are suffering in the midst of this pandemic, God, we ask right now that you just comfort them. Those that have been dealing with pain, humiliation, and shame, we pray for them right now, God. God, we know that the attacks are strong and the division of this nation are strong, God. We ask right now that you just continue to lift us up, carry us on, our wing, on your wings and give us the strength to persevere and pursue and see what the end is going to be. God, we declare right now freedom, breaking chains in the lives, God. Not only mental chains, but physical chains of sales and imprisonment, God. God, take us out of the poverty mindset. And put us into the mindset of abundance which you've called us to live. Enlarge our territories and give us the wisdom and prudence to maintain and excel. In God's name we pray. Ashe. 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 And Ashe. Ashe. Well, then it is so. All right. So, on Wednesday. Anybody remember what we were talking about on Wednesday? Ooh, this is going to be good then. And about faith is the shield and the word of God is the sword. Yes. Faith is the shield and the word of God is the sword. So we're going to kind of continue that as we talk about Ephesians 6. So the verse for today that we're going to deal with is Ephesians 6. So if everybody go ahead and turn to Ephesians 6, we'll cover verses 11 through 18. So we're going to add on to that. We talked about the... Um, Actually, the part two of resurrection, restoration, and elevation. So I think I, I switched those orders. I think we talked about restoration first, then we talked about resurrection, and then elevation. So now we're moving on to um, getting ready for war is the title of this. If I had to title this, it'd be getting ready for war. So... Um, what we'll talk about, each thing that we talk about is a part of the armor. So um, what we're going to do is write those things down. And then also what y'all should be doing is I would, I would draw something, okay? You're not to draw a belt, right? Yes, not to draw a helmet, not to draw all of that stuff. Then that's what I would do, okay? Just to, so that you have a physical reference for yourself. All right. Um... So, when you have it, say Ashe. 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 Ephesians. I don't know. Ephesians 6. Okay. Verse 
Alright, so again, this is a very intimate setting. So this is live and y'all gonna hear some stuff. Um, and we know that we have kids, so just bear with us and we're gonna work through it. Okay? So Ephesians 6, verses 11 through 18. Alright, so once you have that, everybody please stand for the reverence and reading of the word of God. Thank you. Alright. <clears throat> and the scripture reads thus. Put on the whole arm of God. That you may be able to withstand. Let me get my place here. The wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18 wraps it up like this. Praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. The word of God for the people of God. Everybody say praise be to God. Praise be to God. You may be seated in the presence of God. In the presence of God. Shay, Getting ready for war. Getting ready for war. Believe it or not. Beloved, there are forces in people that don't want you to succeed or that are trying to plan for and dominate your life. Here in the scripture, although they are given a different title, we have seen these forces in action in all of our lives. They're called racism, police brutality, economic disadvantage, discrimination, and neo-Nazism. For the last four years, we've been under a president that has sought to divide rather than to unite. During the debate, Trump called for the Proud Boys, a racist militia group, to stand down but be ready. So we as believers of God must be ready to defend the things that we have built and our children and our homes as well. Mr. Joseph, are you calling for a bearing of arms of believers? Absolutely. <laughs> I do believe that we should be ready to protect our homes by any means necessary. The first part of the Bible talks of David and Solomon as kings of war and Joshua's crusade to conquer the land that was successful in Jericho and everywhere else because of God. 
But we have other weapons. Also. That allow us to fight. Not only in the physical realm. But also in the spiritual realm. I learned long ago that we must cover our children. Our spouses. And our houses in prayer daily. There are literally people and systems that are trying to destroy their future and are praying for their demise. Folks on the internet, family, froze, which are so-called friends that are foes and trolls that are seeking to cause chaos where they might. Y'all don't want to talk this morning. <laughs> There is a body of people called the top 1% that have planned new world orders to keep those mysterious hands in the dark in control of the economy, but also in control of Congress and the Senate. They have their own delegates and meetings to determine how to continue the pipeline to prison and pass Laws that oppress or keep black men and women in bondage. Get your sheet of paper out over there. They understand the power of words and affirmations and how powerful prayer is, but sometimes we don't. They operate in the shadows to create fear, doubt, and shame in us who are powerful beyond means. Why else would the agenda of those unseen be to keep us enslaved in the mind, but not in the body. Verse 12 clearly says this, that we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood, but against principalities or authorities or governments. We must prepare to wage war. I know that this is a, uh, this is not a comfortable situation for those non-confrontational people or the people wanting the peace of Jesus. But the author of this text knew that the life of a believer would not only have these encounters, but not would always be easy or not be easy always. So we had to be made to be ready, not just in the physical but in the spiritual realm for war. This author knew despite our best efforts of nonviolence and turning the other cheek, somebody had to look at the only way to stop these measures was to do what it says in the outstart of verse 11. And that is put on the whole armor. Somebody say whole armor. Whole armor. To be able to resist the enemy in the day of evil or battle. Church, we must get ready for war. I don't know about you, but I serve a God that has given me the power to be equipped from my head to my feet. Let's look at the text. For I believe that here we can find these things that we need for specific attacks in specific regions of our bodies. I can also imagine a comparison to physical armor needing these pieces to protect our ancestors in battles. Journey with me, please. 
Somebody say, I have to get ready for war. I have to get ready for war. I want to be very clear that this is not the first option. Verse 13 says that having done all you can do to stand, finally stand your ground. And that is believing in the power of God and God's might. So implicit is that we can't be afraid to die for what we believe. When people like Trayvon Martin or Breonna Taylor are killed for just breathing while being black. I know that some of y'all are going to stay silent today, but that's okay. I was prepared for that. Furthermore, the first piece that is clearly detailed in the description of the armor is our loins. My God. The loins represent our legacy. The area of reproduction. The NIV or New International Version and the NLT, the New Living Translation, both describe this piece as a belt. Go ahead and draw a belt somewhere. Allow me to transcribe and translate this to mean that the center of who you are and what comes for your, from your reproductive systems must be covered in truth. The core of our being is at the center that attracts attacks because of the legacy of who we can become and who our children are right now. In ancient times and in modern times, People want to destroy your loins by exposing your deepest and your darkest secret that you haven't even told your spouse or that you're planning to take to your grave. Not dwelling on that or it, but the Will and Jada situation rocked those hashtagging relationship goals because of indiscretion and something that felt momentarily good. But I'm not perfect. I've had some entanglements of my own. And not girding or protecting my loins is what caused me to have the beautiful babies that I have, uh, that we have. But also the drama and troubles that sometimes plague my life. <laughs> All because I didn't protect my loins or girded about with truth. Somebody say, put on the belt of truth. Put on the belt of truth. As you're putting on the belt of truth, verse 14 says also to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, righteousness is not to be confused with arrogance or superiority. A feeling that you're in a different caste system than everybody else because you church folk and they not. Somebody knows out there and in here that the church folk sometimes is the worst folk. But verse 14 says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. This, my friends, is integrity. That means that we're not only being truthful and covering our loins, but we are doing the right thing even when no one 
is looking. Ha! <laughs> Y'all are quiet again. But this means that even when we can get away with something, we don't do it. We have to cover our hearts with integrity so that we are not constantly doing like Ursha and confessing. The telltale heart of one story was about to beat out of the box and call out the inconsistency because the owner had committed acts unbecoming. There is a simple solution that I'd like to suggest on this morning. One that it took me a minute to understand, and that is, don't do it if you can't share it with your mom or your daddy. Period. Moving on, verse 15. So our loins are covered. Our heart, our breastplate has righteousness. That means we can serve in honesty and in truth. Next, our feet, which put us on our path, are shod or fitted with the readiness to speak peace to the storms of our life, of those battles raging internally. Kids, I would draw shoes right here. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Speaking peace to the storms of our lives of those battling, raging internally. I had to repeat it because somebody out there needed to hear it. Have you ever, church, just been at battle with yourselves and just can't get right? Because something internally is stirring. This gospel of peace is not only a lamp, a lamp to guide but it wields off the darkness of depression and anxiety and sadness inside of us. That means if we are prepared a shot, our feet, where we go, we are ready for what comes next. And nothing surprises us because we're steady. Peace in the midst of storms. Somebody say be still and know. Be still and know. Verse 16, the shield of faith. Now this shield of faith or belief is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That means that we can't hope to operate in the spiritual realm without the faith of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 that he or she that comes to God must believe that God is and God is a deliverer of those who believe in God. So, we're operating in the spirit realm. God has designed and desired a better existence for us. You could draw a shield right now. But we have to battle for it. Nothing will be given. Sometimes we must take it by force by conquering the fear, doubt, and shame inside of ourselves and releasing ourselves to work in our season of amazing in our area of anointing. <laughs> Y'all still quiet up in this piece. It's all right. 
people are surely going to hurl or shoot arrows of insults at your business, your spouse, and your children. But our faith, it covers us or shields us. God has done it before. As Ty Tribbett was saying, and God could do it again. Your haters and your enemies can't get to you because you're covered by the faith that God is a God that I am. What does that mean, Joel? I'm glad that you asked. Elohim, El Shaddai, Rapha, a God of peace, strength, shield, comfort. Whatever it is that you may need in your situation, I am that I am. See, I'm talking to myself, but I'm going to continue. So we have our loins girt about with truth. We have on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod or fitted with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It says above all here, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked or the haters. Next, it says, Take the helmet of salvation. The helmet covers what? Our heads. our heads. That means our thoughts, our emotions, the things that we're going to must be, it, it must be covered by a helmet. A helmet is a safety precaution in case of accident or injury. This helmet of salvation because we believe who God is covers our heads, our thoughts, when everything is going on in our mind. When we have these internal battles, this salvation, I'm, I'm covered by God. These attacks, my helmet protects me. I'm saved because of my belief that God died, bled, and rose again for my sins and my failures. I'm forgiven. I don't have to carry around a scarlet letter. I don't care that they're posting on Twitter or Instagram about what I've done in my past. I'm free from it. Talked about this last time. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So, when we reach the sword, the sword, this sword is now an attacker. So we went from things protecting us from the attacks to things now we can attack with. This word of God is not to beat down people, but to cut through all of the inconsistencies in our lives. The things that we can see that are telling us. That we won't make rent this month. We won't make mortgage. We won't make car payments. We don't know where our food is coming from. But the Bible says. <laughs> that God is our provider of all. So we're not worried. Even in the midst of a pandemic. 
We've been fed and we've been fed well. I know you can see my stomach over here. I haven't had to worry about a meal. I know you see these lights on, on over here. This internet going. Even when we didn't know what was going on. We said the word of God is this sword. It's a double-edged sword. <laughs> Some people don't understand what that means. It means that while we're trying to cut through other folks' BS, it cuts through our BS as well. When we're trying to fake the funk or say something that isn't true, this word of God stands as the truth to cut through and provide light in the darkness. That's why they say whatever's done in the dark will come to light. But this word of God, that we hide in our heart so that we may not sin against God also allows us to speak to our situations and those situations become what we call it to be the word of God. Bible says in the beginning there was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word is God and the word will ever be God. So that word that is inside of us speaks to our situations and causes us to counteract the attacks I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That word of God, that's a sword. Go ahead and draw a sword somewhere. Next is prayer. And I told you before that these workers of iniquity these workers of darkness, these principalities in high places, the top 1% works in knowing that prayer is a powerful weapon or tool. I heard a saying that says that most battles are won on the knees, and that's not just a euphemism. That's something that we have to do regularly, go in that prayer closet and begin to call on God in the midst of everything that's going on. But not just in the midst of everything that's going on, but when things are going right as well. We must pray. Mm. With all supplication, adoration, confession, and thanksgiving. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now who is a saint? The Bible says Paul in Corinthians called the worst church saints. That means you and I are saints. The saint means um, above or free from sin. Absolutely not. Saint means I'm only a work in progress, but I know I'm going to put myself in a position where God can change and turn things around in my life. The whole arm of God. We must be getting ready for war. This scripture, this Text, this message is so important right now because so many things have attacked us and have been picking at the course of us or the center of us, the core. But God is saying right now, I'm giving you equipment not only to stand but to fight. 
loins girded about with truth. That means I'm not constantly gossiping in other people's business, but I find solace in my own and getting my own house together. Having on the breastplate of righteousness, that means that my heart is right. That means <laughs> I can serve honestly. Shield of faith. I believe that whatever God told me is going to come true. Helmet of salvation. I'm saved by the fact that I have a sacrifice served for all of my sins. Sword of the Spirit. I can speak to those situations. Prayer, which is constant communication with God, not just when things are going right or wrong, but I'm praying, thanking God for the day and that I'm above ground because some people didn't see this morning. Perseverance and supplication for all saints. Closing right now. Verse 19, which I didn't focus on, says that pray also for me that whenever I speak, this new international version, pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I speak boldly or fearlessly to make known the mystery of the gospel. I know. Some of us say, hey, I already knew that. But some others need to hear this. Utterance may be given to me because I'm an ambassador in bonds, speaking as I ought to speak. Pray. Right now, I just want to go ahead and use one of those spiritual weapons. If you are lost out there, are wondering, wondering what this relationship or revolution is, I want to pray with you. Even if you are experienced church hurt, uh, being blackballed, I want to pray with you. Or even if you say, Joel, I've been in church all of my life. Or I don't believe in God. Or whatever your situation may be, I want to pray with you. And if you're led to do so, repeat this prayer after me. Say, God. God. I want to ask you. I want to ask you. To come into my heart right now. To come into my heart right now. God, change me. God change me. Mold me. Mold me. Transform me. Transform me. Most of all. Most of all. I'm asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for forgiveness. And a new life. And a new life. God help me. God help me. To stay rooted. To stay rooted. And grounded. And grounded. In your word. In your word. And those things. And those things. That you have for me. That you have for me. God I believe. God I believe. That Jesus bled. Jesus bled, died, died, 
died and rose, and rose for my sins. For my sins. I believe, I believe that you that you have now have now given me the power, given me the power to live, to live more abundantly. More abundantly. I pray, I pray that you develop me. That you develop me. And help me. And help me to unite. Unite with those bound, with those bound by, the same purpose. by the same purpose. Help me, help me to overcome, to overcome temptation, temptation and be liberated, and be liberated by truth, by truth. In God's name, in God's name, I pray, I pray, I shake. With that prayer and faith today, you have been redeemed and made whole in God's eyes. Family, you should be rejoicing right now. Let's end this with corporate prayer. Prayer under the sound of my voice, everybody. I want you to touch and agree with somebody. Or even just raise your hands if you're by yourself. Please close your eyes and bow your heads to focus and show reverence. God, we don't declare that we have all the answers and there are still so many out there hurting and being murdered. But God, we stand firm on the fact that your word is not come back void in 2020 years, so it won't start now. God, we pray from, for those dealing with anxiety, depression, sadness, abuse, domestic violence, alcoholism, adultery, and everything in its respective place. God, no sin being greater than the other. God, we declare that there is peace in the midst of storms. God, I speak prosperity over those who are under the sound of my voice and that are connected to us, God. Not only prosperity in the, the financial sense, but God, prosperity in our hearts, prosperity in our minds, prosperity in the fact that we have children that are named after us and named through us. Let them be prosperous, God, in the peace of their hearts, in the abundance of their minds, in the fact that their reproductive systems are girded about with truth. God, give us a shield of faith. A helmet of salvation, a breastplate of righteousness, our feet shot with the preparation, a gospel of peace so that we're ready to wage war for those things that we love and believe in. And we cast aside fear, doubt and shame. God, we pray for those that are experiencing the death of loved ones and grief. Comfort them. Send your Holy Spirit to assist them. Wrap them up tight, God, and allow them to know that you're still, I am that I am. God, we declare a purpose and a promise and a plan in the life of all those under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you for what you're doing, what you're doing through us and the things that we can't see. Thank you for working us for us in the background, God, of our hearts and our minds. Thank you for all the things that are coming forth. In God's name we pray. Ashe. 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 And Ashe. And Ashe. All right.